Hello and welcome to the First Rate Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host, Jerry Ewald, Chief Marketing Officer for Restoration of America. And today we are blessed to reconnect with Carrie Lake, former broadcaster and Arizona governor candidate. Carrie recently published her new book, Unafraid, and is leading efforts to clean up Arizona's election system. So Carrie, uh, it is a real pleasure to have you on the show today. Likewise, I'm happy to be here. So I just got done reading your book, and a fantastic book, and, and it really took me through your journey over the last two years, which was you know, unbelievable. And as I got to the end of the book, I realized that that book just doesn't feel like it's finished yet. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, what is that next chapter that's coming out, especially as it relates to the Arizona governor and your legal battles? Can you give us a little update on that? Well, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know what the future looks like, but I do know that um, I, I believe I really was put here to expose the election corruption and push forward to reform elections so that just as our founding fathers envisioned, we the people would choose our representation, not have them selected for us through, um, through corrupt elections. So I'm on a mission to make sure that our vote and our voice counts, and I'm going to continue along those lines and keep working really hard. We have several cases moving forward. Uh, one in the appellate court, our original election case, we have a, just tons and tons of new evidence showing other ways that election fraud impacted the 22 election, and we want to move that forward as well. We're currently suing uh, Maricopa County to get the verification envelopes to prove that the signatures don't match and prove that they are committing voter fraud, voter identity fraud. And I'm also working um, just to prevent the same type of thing happening in 24. We're going to put together a case to try to have oversight with these corrupt election officials so that they can't steal another election. That is priority number one, but I'm also looking at other options. There's a Senate seat that's opening mm -hmm. up, and I, I really don't want it to fall into the hands of people who are you know, in lockstep with Joe Biden. That doesn't really represent the people of Arizona. So we're looking at a potential mm -hmm. run for U.S. Senate. I'm not sure what my future holds, but I yeah. do know that I'm going to fight like heck the next year to make sure that we get this country turned around and save it. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would ever question your, your fighting ability and your determination. And again, this is all outlined very well in the book, but you didn't have to read the book to see that over the last two years, everything that you've been through and what you continue to do. So that's fantastic. And we're, all, we're also hoping, obviously, that you get a, a, a legitimate and fair hearing on your court cases in Arizona. Same here. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I worry that the system is corrupt from top to bottom. Yeah. And I do feel that judges have not ruled appropriately. Um, our, our evidence has never been refuted. The evidence is there. It's crystal clear. We actually got the evidence from Maricopa County elections and we got the data from them. And the judges are making strange rulings where they're having to twist themselves almost into a pretzel to find mm -hmm. these legal rulings so that they don't have to uh, do what's right, which is say that the election was fraudulent, that the count is not reliable, and we either need to redo the election or uh, put the duly elected governor myself into office. I think they're really pained with having to do the right thing. But I think as more and more evidence and nationwide we're seeing more information come out, as more comes out, these judges are going to feel the pressure of the republic, the pressure of the people to do the right thing. And that's what the beauty of staying in the fight. You know, had I walked away early on and said, this is too difficult, or I don't want to bear this burden, we wouldn't have all the information that's come out since then. 
and more and more is coming out every day. No, tr transparency is key, and you're obviously putting all this stuff out there. And it's, it, you're not the only one, right? So it's amazing to see how you're being treated uh, versus someone like a Hunter Biden or obviously President Trump. So give us your take on what you're seeing. Uh, you got, you, you're experiencing it in Arizona, but this is happening on a national level. Well, I'm really glad you said I'm not the only one. I'm, I'm one of the fighters fighting for election integrity, and there are tens of thousands of us around this country. And in small municipalities and different counties and different states, many people just like myself are fighting as hard as I am, maybe even harder in some cases, to make sure we have election reform. All we want is for every American, whether they be liberal Democrats, conservative Republicans, or somewhere in the middle, that they show up to vote and that their one legal vote counts. It's not watered down with phony, bogus ballots. It's not being manipulated by machines. They're not seeing their election day sabotage. So there's many of us fighting. We're winning little battles, and that's how you win a war, by winning battles. You don't win a war in one fell swoop. You win it by winning battles, and so that's happening. But we're watching you know, some very corrupt individuals and they're desperate. And, you know, we're, we just saw in Ohio, was it yesterday, um, in this issue one, people showed up to vote on election day and the machines didn't work. And they were asked to take their ballot and put it in a bin. It sounds very reminiscent of some of the shenanigans that were pulled in Maricopa County. So mm -hmm. I, I fear that this corrupt class that is in control uh, of politics on a very localized level is fearing losing their power and will do anything to keep we the people from taking back our government. But we will continue to fight. And I just wanna make sure we get things squared away for 2024 when President Trump is gonna be on the ballot. And I know mm -hmm. that the people of this country are going to be begging to get him back in office. Yeah, so, so comment more on, on President Trump and all the indictments that he's facing right now. I mean, isn't it just outrageous? Yeah. We're, we're realizing through these indictments that our federal government has fully been weaponized, fully been weaponized to go against anybody who challenges corruption, challenges the deep state. Joe Biden is using the Department of Justice and his lackeys in there and Jack Smith, very corrupt Jack Smith, mm -hmm. to go after his political opponent. This is this is like the stuff out of uh, out of movies. You 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 would never expect this to happen in America, and it should horrify every American. Even people who maybe voted for Joe Biden should be horrified to see that he is weaponizing our government against his political opponents. It's uh, election interference. They're trying so desperately to keep President Trump off the ballot because they know this time around. We're in such a bad place with the, the way the economy is going, the way the border is, the uh, violence on our streets, that every American, the majority of Americans are gonna stand up and vote for President Trump. So they're trying like heck to keep him off the ballot. And that's all that this is. And, and it's really exposing the corruption of this administration, the Biden administration. Absolutely. I mean, take your pick of any any issue and, and, you know, we're fighting against it. I know that. But they're doing everything they can to make sure that he doesn't run again or at least damage to the point where he won't be elected. But it's it's not going to work. Well, they should be going after, frankly, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. I mean, honestly, when you see what they have done, the bribes they have accepted from our adversaries, there's not a bribe that they don't like. I, I joke, half-jokingly say that we the people, maybe we should pool up our money, throw some tens and twenties into a big account, try to get a big amount of money, and maybe we can bribe Joe Biden to actually <laughs> give a darn about us. Maybe we can bribe him to take care of the crimes that are being committed daily on the border, 
Maybe we can bribe him into actually putting America first instead of America last. He's compromised, and he shouldn't even be sitting in the White House. And instead, he's weaponizing our government, where our tax money goes, to go after uh, the candidate, frankly, that the majority of Americans want back in office. Based on all that we're learning about the Biden crime family, that that plan actually might work. So it's not a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I also say, you know, if, if you're a NASCAR fan out there, one of the great things about NASCAR are the jackets they wear. You know who their sponsors are. Maybe it says Valvoline or or whatever it says, Go Daddy. Joe Biden needs to wear a NASCAR jacket, and I know exactly what it would say. It would have a patch that says the CCP, Burisma, oh, man. probably oh, have uh, the, the narco cartels on there, and it would have a big Ukrainian flag. Conversely, President Trump, if he had one of those jackets, it's a big U.S. flag, an American flag, no, and it would say, no. we the people, because President Trump represents we the people. He can't be bought. He can't be bribed. And that's why we need to get him back in. That's what our founders envisioned, after all. Real people, citizens to step in. And I'm certainly glad that he's willing to stay in this arena because he gets knocked and hit and punched every day. And he stands there and fights back for us. And, and I'm, I, for one, am really glad that he's willing to stay in this fight. Yeah, no, we're, yeah. we're all so grateful for what he's doing. And, and the more they persecute him, the, the stronger he gets. And Carrie, you know, it, it's amazing. You, you talked a little bit about this is not the America that we thought we were living in. I, m- many, many people are waking up to that, to that fact right now. And it's not only the Republicans that are being attacked. There are certain Democrats that are attacked like RFK Jr. I mean, what are your thoughts on him? Will he ever be able to get on the ticket? Would, I mean, he's more popular than, than Biden at this point. Well, look what they did to Bernie Sanders. My goodness, he yeah. was trying to uh, be a, a man of the people. Granted, I didn't agree with anything sure. Bernie Sanders was pushing, but he had a following, and they stole that from him as well. This is really not Democrat versus Republican. I hope people are waking up to that fact. This is exactly. uniparty, a swamp, a political class, a deep state, mixed of communists and globalists, whatever you want to say, because they both lead down the same dead-end track, versus Americanism versus the greatest constitution the world's ever seen, the greatest country the world's ever seen. And we're at a crossroads. Do we want to keep America, that great country that our founding fathers died for, to create, that they fought back against the original globalist King George to give us freedoms and liberties and the ability to chart the course for our future by choosing our representation when we go to the ballot box? Or do we want what the deep state wants, which is to line their own pockets and take away our rights, destroy the middle class, and frankly, destroy America? They don't want America. They want a world without any borders. They don't want 180, 190 strong countries with leaders that the people have chosen, with their own cultures that are individual and unique and beautiful. They want one big blob that they can control, and we're all going to be poor, and we're all going to own nothing, and we're all going to be miserable under that plan. So that's what's at stake in the next year. As, as, as heavy as that sounds, that's literally what's at stake. RFK Jr., while his politics are not my politics, mm-hmm. he is an outsider to the Uniparty, and they don't want any outsiders. He also wants to see the corruption in big pharma and the big pharma you yes. know, industrial complex. He wants to see that taken down. And uh, I, I think he's got an uphill battle, but I think it would be great to have him on the ballot, yeah. on the Democrat yeah. ticket. At least he would be representing 
Democrats, old school Democrats, because that party, the Democrat Party right now, is not the old school Democrat Party. They don't care about the working class. They don't care about the middle class. They really only care about this globalist agenda. Yeah, and and who would have thought that we would be sitting here talking about, you know, Kennedy being an outsider to the Democratic Party? Right. I mean, truly. And and I think I was reading some articles. I just was perusing some articles where they're calling him a MAGA Democrat. Right. Can we just all remember, you know, what MAGA stands for? Right. Make America great again. I think Absolutely. every Democrat should want that as well as every Republican. And Absolutely. frankly, I think there's a lot of hardworking folks out there who just had always voted Democrat, so they consider themselves Democrat, who truly do want to make America great again. They truly do want secure borders. They want to stop the fentanyl from pouring across, poisoning an entire generation. They want to stop uh, all of our tax money going over to protect Ukraine's border while our border's wide open. They want to make sure their kids, when they go off to school, get a great education so they're ready for the jobs that are out there, including trade school training or a curriculum that prepares them uh, with skills to match the high-paying jobs that are out there. They want some common-sense stuff as well. And I think we have a really good shot at bringing those common-sense folks who still consider themselves Democrat because they're Mm old-school Democrats over to the America First Party. Absolutely. And I know Arizona is filled with independence and people are kind of sitting back and forth. Uh, so I, I think there's a major opportunity, especially in Arizona, but across the country. It's, it's like you said, the Democratic Party is not what it used to be. And when Kennedy is an outsider, you know it's totally different. So I think that makes a lot of sense. It sure does. And, you know, I don't know that he'll end up in, on the ticket. I think it's yeah. going to be I think they'll do everything to stop him. Yeah. And I, I've always said at the end of the day, I think if JFK were alive, he would be a make America great again yeah. type guy. He would be an America first Republican because you look back at what he was talking about and pushing, um, freeing us from the uh, the grip of the CIA and the uh, intelligence community controlling things, giving back the power to the people. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That doesn't even sound like the Democrat Party today. That sounds like the Make America Great Again movement. What can you do to help shore up this country and save this country? That's where we're at right now. And that was really um, JFK's famous line. Yeah. Amen to that. And so, and Carrie, I I can't, I can't end the interview without talking about your superpower. So I got to, I got to talk about your superpower before we finish, which is the ability, right, to defang the liberal media whenever they start attacking you. I think you and you and Trump, there's probably no one better in the business to do that. So question for you, right? So when other Republicans, high profile Republicans get in front of the mainstream media, you know, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, the list goes on and on. What are they making a mistake or can they also defang the liberal media like you and Trump are able to do? I think they definitely can because we're smarter than the mainstream media. It's funny, the mainstream media, they're too afraid to have me on now. I can't get on The View or CBS. They're just afraid of me. And, you know, I, I think my message to Republicans, America First Republicans, is just remember the majority of the people in the mainstream media, they're not that smart. <laughs> and remember, they're out to get you. I always recommend, if you can, bring somebody in to record the whole interview because then you can play what really happened. You can play their um, loaded questions that are meant to try to um, push you into a corner, make you say something, make you angry. Keep your cool, stick to the points. And whenever they ask you a question that's meant to sidetrack you, gently bring it back to what's important, which is what you are about, your agenda to help the people of this country. 
And uh, that'll make them look bad. That'll make them look like they are just agenda-driven, like they are just pushing a biased narrative, and you can push back against it with your own narrative, which is hopefully to make this country great again. Yeah, no, that's so true. That's, that's such great advice, and, and we just got to be strong and bold in the face of this adversity and, and the attacks that are coming after us. I think you said lesson one, right, in your book, never take the personal attack personally. And I think that's yes. just fantastic advice. <laughs> And if I did take the personal attacks personally, because all of a sudden, you know, they write, every story they write about me is negative, I'd be curled up in the fetal position. But I just don't really care what the fake news says about me. Nobody's listening to them anymore. And, you know, my family knows who I am. The people yeah. close to me know who I am. The people in America really, truly know who I am. And God knows who I am. And that's what's important. And I would tell you, we travel the whole country. I've been to Portland, Oregon, and I have never been received so well. Here mm. we are in a blue city, probably the most liberal city you can imagine. The people feel like they're being held hostage by these uh, destructive politicians. And they're in a voting system there that's mail-in only, totally corrupt, and they can't vote their way out of the corruption. They feel as if they're being held hostage. They absolutely love what I stand for, which is putting our country first and making sure that the people of this country are charting the course for our future. I've been to New York City, and you'd think people would throw you know, hot coffee in my face. Just the opposite. In New York City, they're saying, Thank you, Carrie. Keep fighting. Fight for our elections. Fight to make sure they're secure, safe, and fair. I have literally yeah. been to Southern California and had the most rowdy, rambunctious, pro-America crowd. These blue cities and states where people are fleeing, the people who are staying behind to fight do feel like they're being held hostage by these awful elections that are corrupt. But I, I really give them kudos for staying there and continuing to fight. We will eventually win. We will eventually have some more victories. And I believe we'll get our elections turned around come hell or high water. Yeah, Carrie, I, I love that attitude and it's, it's very motivating. And I wanna leave you with this. So as, as I read through your book, you've been through so much, ups and downs all across the board. You've always stayed positive, but the one thing that really stuck out to me was your faith in God. And there is nothing more important. If we're gonna restore America, the center of that is around God. And you clearly get that, and which we really appreciate. So as, as I think about you moving forward and all the fight that you have left in you, uh, I, the, the verse that came to my mind is Romans 8.38, right? So for those that love God, we know that all things work together for good for those that call according to his purpose. And there's no doubt that you're called according to his purpose, Carrie. So we're praying for you here at Restoration America, and we're just so grateful that God has sent someone like you to keep fighting for our country. So thank you so much. Wow, thank you so much for saying that. You know, I think our country really started to go astray when we pushed God out of our, our hearts, our families, our lives, our, um, many did, and, and out of our culture. And I believe there is uh, a real coming home to God right now. As difficult as the times are, it seems that often, and I think everyone out there would admit it, it's when things are really difficult that we get down on our knees and start praying hard. And I pray all the time, I pray 24 hours a day pretty much, that, that God comes back in, places his hand on the shoulder of some of these people making these decisions and reminds them that he had a part in making this country and this country's worth saving. And you know, I just remind everybody, the same God that parted the Red Sea is with us right now. I think we think of God with us now as a smaller God, a less powerful God. No, the same powerful God is with us right now. And he placed us here for this moment, which is so remarkable. Just like he placed the 56 men who signed the declaration there, uh, you know, in the colonies 
back 247 years ago. He placed us here for this moment, a critical moment in not just American history, but human history to pull through and save the day. And I, I'm gonna work really hard to do that. And I know there are hundreds of millions of others who are doing the same. Yeah, amen to that, Carrie. And again, thank you so much. Thank you, and thanks for having me today. All right, well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right, all caps, one word, to 30161.